So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to Healthcare Business Radio. This is your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. I'm here with a very special guest. I have Jenny Westerkamp with me. She's an RD, and she's the founder and CEO of All Access Dietetics, the place to be for aspiring dietitians. She started the company as an RD to be in 2008 when she was just 21 years old. Amazing. And every year, the company helps thousands of students apply to dietetics, uh, dietetic programs, pass the RD exam, and launch their careers with confidence. Jenny, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me, Javi. I'm very excited to, to chat and dive into everything. Yeah, absolutely. And so I guess a good place to start would be maybe just giving us some insight into your background and how you got to where you are today. Sure. So I, I, I mean, we'll take it back to college really quick, but like I started as a, a science major, knew I was interested in that, but I wanted it to be a little bit more exciting than working in a lab. So an applied science of some kind, I initially thought maybe food science. I wanted to be a Doritos flavor inventor for a few months there. And then I made the switch to human nutrition. And, uh, once I did that, I realized like sports nutrition was a big, um, interest of mine. I have five younger brothers and, you know, sports was a big part of my family and, like my family's culture. So uh, I ended up becoming a dietitian and um, got a job. Well, basically kind of lived like two lives. So I like got a job as a sports dietitian right away uh, with a mentor that I had worked with and she was the Chicago Blackhawks dietitian. So I kind of started my career in sports that way, but to go back to my senior year of college, um, that was when I uh, decided to start all access dietetics, which at the time we called it all access internships. Um, this was 2008. I was in my, in my senior year. I had just gone through the process of applying to dietetic internships and realized there needed to be more support in that and more support for future dietitians. And that's how all access internships really started. So I guess that those are both like kind of the, the first points of my career. Um, and yeah, and then I just carried on from there. Yeah, that, that's incredible. So it's been, I know you mentioned to me, you know, before uh, we went live that it's been 13 years now since you started, it was back in 2008. And so was there, um, you kind of already mentioned it, right? The idea that you saw that there wasn't the support that you thought was uh, uh, needed, you know, during that time, was there another thing that prompted you to start um, your own business and, and to really move this forward? Well, there was a, a story there. So when I was a student at the time with the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, there was a student forum 
So again, like there's so much more that you can do now to connect with people like through Instagram and everything that wasn't really around. So the one way that we did it, like where I met other dietetic students mm. across the country was through this forum. Um, and in that there was a, another future dietitian, her name's Katie Proctor. And she had started a, a discussion around, like, it's hard to shop for different programs. You know, it's hard to filter, hard to like determine which ones are the right fit for you. And so she had like an initial idea around creating a catalog of, of programs. And that's why we called it all access internships, because you'd get to know everything about all the different types of programs. So we decided basically became like best friends, virtual best friends and decided to do the business together and to really solve like one of the bigger problems, which was shopping for, for the programs, the match rate like the acceptance rate for getting into the programs at the time wasn't that bad. Like it was about 75, 76%. Um, and then as it went, the pass rate just kept drop or the match rate, sorry, kept dropping. So we then kind of got into coaching and helping people become more competitive for getting into programs. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so no, that, that's, that's incredible how, how that began. And you know, I know, I know, I mean, there's, there's so many things that I'd love to dive into and I definitely want to go into more of the specifics of, of what you do and, and how you help RDs to be, and definitely also on the business side, because, mm -hmm. you know, you've made such an impact and you've helped thousands of RD to bees uh, with their careers. And at the same time, right. A part of the business is also the development that you've had to go through over the past 13 years and how you've grown, you know, as, as a person, as you've been going through this, this mission and building this mission. And so I think, you know, because what we do, you know, typically on this podcast, it's, it's a healthcare business radio. And we love to hear uh, the journey that you've been through as well, you know, behind the scenes. And I think that'll be super impactful for everyone. Cause also, as I'm sure you know, uh, in the dietetics world, like there, there has been, you know, over the past few years, uh, more and more dietitians going into business for themselves. And mm -hmm. so I know as they transition from RD to B to dietitian, maybe doing some clinical work or in some other field, and then maybe starting their own, their own business, they would really, uh, find that valuable as well. So, and, and so for, for you, you know, uh, I think you had, you had mentioned, uh, the idea of like how to become a dietitian and that there are new pathways available. I have no idea what that means. So I would, I would love to learn more. <laughs> I would love to share that because I think there's a lot of confusion for people, um, around how to become a dietitian and we're seeing, which is great. We are seeing more people, you know, deciding to become a dietitian as career changers as well, or maybe they got their bachelor's in something else. They didn't even know a dietitian existed and then, you know, somehow come across it later on in their life or, you know, have an interest in nutrition since that seems to be, you know, a very common um, interest nowadays. And it has been for the past, I guess, 10, 20 years or so. But, uh, but yeah, there is a new pathway for becoming a dietitian that I, I want to share. And that is called the future graduate program. Um, and this is a type of program where, it's different from the, the current uh, educational pathways that would typically require what's called a DPD program, which is a didactic program in dietetics, typically done in a bachelor's degree. Sometimes it can be done in a master's degree as well, but it's longer. There's more courses. It's you know very much like the traditional what was required. But now this future graduate program, uh, many of them, they, they vary in their admissions requirements, but many of them do not require a DPD. 
And rather they just require a certain set of prerequisites, which are typically less uh, and faster to do than going the DPD route. And then after that, doing your internship and then now a graduate degree, which is required um, or will be required in 2024. So going back to the FGs, it's like, wow, now we have this pathway for career changers, for people that maybe want to have a different bachelor's degree in something else. Like they have, maybe they want to do it in psychology and then they want to get the master's in nutrition or dietetics, or they can get a bachelor's in uh, dietetics now and then get a master's in something else and, you know, have this like very diverse uh, background and kind of make the dietetics career their own. Uh, and so it's great because now we're seeing career changers coming in instead of it taking maybe four five, six years to make that transition to dietetics. It now can take as short as like two years and prerequisites, like a few prerequisites. So that has just been, I'm like shouting that from the rooftops because I think we need more dietitians in our in the field. And, uh, there's certainly the demand for it. And I, I hate to see like barriers to that. So, um, to see, like, I've had calls with students, um, and I've done said this on other podcasts. So, you know, I, they, they email me and they're like, you just saved me like $60,000 in like three years of my life, just by you telling me that these types of programs existed. I'm like, yes, we need more people knowing about this. And I'm sure there's so many people that are on the fence about becoming dietitians that maybe look, do a quick Google search and it tells them like four to six years. And then they're completely turned off and, and abandoned the idea. So yeah. that is the update that I wanted to share. And they've been in existence for a few years now, and now it'll officially start to be like the main program it just takes a while for like the education system to, to turn over to that new gotcha. model. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that that's incredible uh, for so, for so many reasons. And, you know, you mentioned a few of them, you know, obviously uh, time is the most valuable resource that we have. And so saving, saving uh, people three to four years of their life and, mm-hmm. and doing it in two years. And also obviously the money, like you mentioned, right. Where obviously the longer you're in school, the more typically you have to, you have to pay. And so I think that those, the, that alone is, is massive. And, um, you know, it's so true what you mentioned, uh, unfortunately, and fortunately, right, depending on what side we're on, uh, there's a lot, a lot of need for dietitians, because the world is just becoming unhealthier and unhealthier and unhealthier mm-hmm. every single year. And uh, obviously, you know, dietitians can play a major, uh, a true major role in in helping to, to start to reverse that or improve it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree 100%. Yeah, I think that that's, that's so amazing to, to hear that. Um, and so the, the number of people that are coming to you, even in, in the more recent years, have you seen a shift uh, or a split in the number of, of career changers for those versus those who are going straight into dietetics? We, we are seeing a, a change. So we are seeing people that uh, are coming to us for our admissions coaching uh, product. So it's called Get Match Coaching. And we're seeing people that are more career changers that need the support. Like they, they aren't seniors in college or juniors in college that have an advisor and have all these professors and people supporting them. So we're seeing, we already did attract that type of person before, but we're seeing an even higher amount. And we're seeing people that 
even want to go the FG route or maybe a distance route, which means you have to find your own preceptors. And we're seeing, uh, you know, people really wanting more flexible education, um, being able to kind of choose more what rotations they want versus the traditional programs. So we're seeing a lot of change there. Maybe it's generational. Maybe it's just, I don't really know. Like I, there's no studies or any, you know, surveys that we put out to determine that, but that that's just anecdotal anecdotally what we see. Um, but it's exciting. And I, going back to the point around, like, obviously our country's getting unhealthier and unhealthier. I just think there's power in numbers. Like dietitians are so underrepresented. There's so few of us. I think there's like under a hundred thousand in, mm-hmm. and then I think there's like what a million doctors in the or physicians and like 3 million trainers in yeah. the country. Like yeah, no wonder people are using other sources. <laughs> like 100%. there's just not enough. And I, and that will be kind of my mission as I keep growing the business is like, how do I recruit more dietitians and have a million dietitians someday in our hmm. community? And so many things go into that, right? Like making it more accessible. Obviously a master's degree is, is, is going to be harder for people to afford. So you have things like that, but I'm, I'm like, there has to be a way to, to get more people. Definitely, definitely. And I think I think just just even knowing that there is a different path, and an easier path to become a dietitian, uh, a lot of the people who there, I mean, the nutrition coaching space, right, has blown up, Mm -hmm. like so many people becoming nutrition coaches. And I think a, a big reason why they do that is like, well, it's a certification, maybe couple, couple weekends, couple weeks, couple, a few months. Right. And it's like, well, if, if, if I can get a better education, uh, even, you know, even like a next level education and it didn't take me that long, well then, you know, going down this route that you mentioned becomes a lot more, uh, feasible and, you know, a lot, it becomes more appealing for people. Yeah, there is, there is something there where, you know, instead of dietitians, maybe complaining about how nutrition coaches are doing everything without a credential, it's like, well, and I mean, this is in my utopian world, like where we could just be like, Hey, invite them to become dietitians. They obviously have the passion for it. They could be, you know, great dietitians and, and also educating them on, you know, for nutrition coaching. Sure. That's, you know, that's wellness coaching, that's behavior change. That's, uh, you know, essentially like accountability support, like all of that. But there are so many other opportunities that are opened up when you have the credential that could just take your, your, your business or whatever you're trying to do to the next level. And, and we see that we see people, we've had clients that are nutrition coaches that, that want the credential to elevate their business or to give themselves even more opportunities. Like I worked in professional sports for my whole career and, you know, in part-time like consultant roles, I wouldn't have gotten those without the RD. So it's just one of those things where it is going to open doors for you beyond um, the nutrition coaching that they want to do. Definitely, definitely. And I, I'm 100% on board with that. You know, the idea that we should be more open to to, to that, that relationship. Because um, at the end of the day, there's so many people out there, as you know, that, that need our help. And, um, and there's more than enough for more than enough for more than enough to go around. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And so... Uh, I know, I know you mentioned a few of the ways that, that you help aspiring dietitians. What, what are some other, other, you know, ways that you help them? What does that look like specifically? We try to support them through every step of their journey um, from the time they're interested in becoming a dietitian all the way through to launching their career. And we do that in a few different ways, but our 
kind of two big milestone support uh, programs that we have are getting into a program. So that's with our get matched coaching admissions coaching. It's called get matched because there's a matching process to be matched to a program. And then uh, the second big milestone is passing the RD exam, like the credentialing exam. And Mm -hmm. so for that, we have a program called pass class. Uh, Pass class includes our pass the exam prep study binder recordings and a community to just help them study and pass the exam. The pass rate actually for RDs right or for the RD exam right now is like 61%. It's not great. Uh, and so we're trying to fix that, especially with first time pass rate. We want people to be able to pass on the first try and get on with their, their career. Um, so, uh, and then in between all of that, you know, we do eBooks, we do an annual conference uh, every year called the RD to be summit just to support them, to give them ideas on professional development on uh, careers that they could be uh, pursuing or getting experience in and, then we'll have a podcast as well, um, launching that will support them and, and help expose them to all the different possibilities in dietetics. Yeah, that's so good. And that conference that you're hosting, that's, uh, is that virtual? Is that in person or? It's virtual. Uh, this will be our second one and it's going to be two days. So last year we did our first one. We did it in one day. We thought there needs to be more time for this. So yeah. we, uh, we split it into two days and, and yeah, we have speakers, um, sponsors for that as well. And, uh, we're able to really just give them that community, you know, the chat is like on fire the whole time and yeah. just allowing people to, to connect and, um, get excited about their future in dietetics. That's, that's awesome. And so, and so that event, do you have it around the same time every single year? Um, what, when, when is it? It is uh, the first week of August is, is usually our plan. So it's when people are wrapping up their summers, getting ready to go back into school mode. And so um, it'll always be the first week of August okay. and it's August 1st and 2nd this year. Awesome. Awesome. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any, any RDs to be who uh, want to be a part of that, definitely go ahead and check that out. I'm sure at the end uh, you'll share you know, more about where we can find all of your stuff. So uh, definitely recommend. I, I think going to events like yours, you know, conferences uh, are so beneficial in so many different ways. And so definitely recommend it. Um, Absolutely. Even if you're not in a program yet and you're just intrigued or even signing up and then you can get the recordings for all the sessions so that you can just see, because there will be a couple that are geared towards, uh, you know, how to actually go through the process of becoming a dietitian. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And I know, I know we chatted a bit, a bit about, um, the idea of recruiting more dietitians and, and, uh, getting more people into the field of dietetics. I, I know you said one of the things that, um, you love is just thinking about how to continue to expand that. And so, uh, what, what are, do, do you have some things, some ideas in mind that you wouldn't mind sharing of, of how, how you're, you know, going to, to be able to do that? I mean, I would love to brainstorm more ideas here (laughs) on the spot. I, I'm constantly thinking about this. This is like that one problem. And, you know, for business owners, if they're listening to this by chance, um, like it it is kind of like a threat to our business, right? Like to see if, if our our field stops growing, you know, Mm. it's less people to help. And so from that side, I'm motivated, but I'm way more motivated because I just feel like the impact that can be made by more dietitians in our society would just be amazing and and diverse dietitians, you know, that needs to happen. Um, but okay. So I guess how will I do that? I mean, trying any sort of PR tactics around podcasts, getting on podcasts, trying to spread the message. Um, I think eventually it could be awesome to kind of, uh, 
like send out recruiters or like um, mm. almost like what the army does, but yeah. <laughs> in this way where we can just have this grassroots effort where everyone is going out and they're like going to high schools and they're just making people aware of what a dietitian is. Um, and then the other thing would be just like supporting current dietitians to where they're happy about their jobs. They're fulfilled. They, they know how to get paid well. Like they're in uh, positions that really light them up. Like they then become ambassadors for the field. Whereas if we have more like cynical, you know, negative uh, dietitians, then it's just kind of a bad, creating a bad reputation for the field and not like getting people excited to become one. So that's kind of like on a it's very grassroots and very like dietitian by dietitian, this, uh, this effort to, to just make it the place to be. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, definitely. Well, you know, anyone, anyone listening right now, if you don't mind, once this episode is out, share it with the world so we can get some more right. dietitians in the field. Please. Yes. Anyone yeah. interested in nutrition? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, uh, so as, as you know, I'm, I'm a physical therapist and obviously we have some very similar challenges, uh, in that there's compared to, you know, physicians, like you mentioned, uh, very few. And I mean, a hundred, like less than a hundred thousand, like that's, that's so that's tiny. (laughs) It's insane. Like every time I hear that number, I'm like, how, how is that even possible with all the people that we have on this planet? Um, you know, who need help with that. Uh, and so, uh, there's definitely a lot of room for, for growth. And I didn't even know about the field. You know, I didn't even know about physical therapy, honestly, before I became a physical therapist. And so there you go. It just goes <laughs> to show, right. How, how we need more awareness around this. Um, and so, and so kind of, you know, looking, looking at the business side, right. And, and from a, a business perspective, like what are some of the things that you know, I'm sure everything throughout the last 13 years, it's been rainbows and butterflies and like, it's been like, all you know, perfect. Right. And so, yeah, Your straight line up is really what it was. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The entire time. And so, and so obviously like for most people that that's not, that's not reality. Uh, so I'm curious for you, like, what has that journey been like? And um, have you had ups and downs? And if you don't mind sharing, like, what were some of those of those down moments. Cause I think a lot of, you know, obviously things that we see on social media, it's like everyone kind of, it's the highlight reel. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and so sometimes that either discourages people or makes them compare themselves. And I think it's so important, even for us as business owners to reflect on, Hey, what were those wins, but also what were those losses? Uh, so we can always learn from them. And so, and so what, what was that journey like for you? Well, I, I always had like the entrepreneurial spirit. Like I was very ready to have the failures to take negative feedback, to know like, okay, that's really valuable. You're just going to keep learning and growing. So like kind of going in with that mindset, I think ease the blow of like the, the different ups and downs. Um, but essentially, you know, I started it as a student, I was not making money with it for the first three years. Um, you know, reading, checking out books out of the library, how to make a business plan, like really just trying to, to, you know, figure it out as I went. And that was, I would say the first like half. So, and I was just kind of spinning my wheels. Like I knew we had a great product and we got customers right away when we started our coaching. And I think I, you know, within like five years was six figure revenue, you know, like this at this point is like year eight, nine. Um, and but then like all of my financial models were all messed up. The margins I was paying the coaches, uh, everything was just 
so uninformed. Like I remember in 2018, this is now nine years in being like, I don't know anything about what to expect revenue wise. I don't know if anything that I did with marketing worked. I don't know how to do a financial model. I have no idea what my pricing should be. All I know is that I just made 125,000 in revenue and I'm only taking home like 25,000. And I'm like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> so uh, that was sort of the breaking point for me in 2018. And this is with so many other things going on on top of it with my sports career. And like, you know, I had other revenue streams. So it was just like, it, it was never like my full-time thing. But I remember in 2018 being like, okay, it has to be my full-time thing now, or at least my number one priority. If I do something else, it'll be part-time. And I need to get help with this and figure out some of the foundational business skills to help me grow this so that I can get to like a six figure profit was kind of, was my goal. Um, and so that's what I did. I got a, a business coach that really helped me, um, you know, triple my prices, figure out my margins, get my financial models, like really understand the vision of what I wanted from the business and then design the business around what, like that would fit my life and like what I wanted. And that's what, what we ended up doing it was so awesome. And then that's been now like four years since that. And it, that's where, to be honest, it's been like all up from there because I finally got the foundation right. And we had the reputation and, uh, I brought on great people. I brought on like one full-time employee every year, um, to the point where now we're at, uh, three full-time employees, two part-time and then 10 or 12 contractors. Uh, that, that are on the team. So it's, it's been really, really good and being able to just like scale beyond myself and to do it in a way that's really intentional and informed with the data. That's like where I'm at now, but it took 13 years. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I mean, there are so, so many lessons we can pull from that. Right. And I think, you know, I just, it's, it's so interesting because I, I, I believe that business now compared to 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, so much easier. And yeah. I was at a conference uh, and, you know, Tony Robbins was speaking there and he basically said, it's like, it's, it's easier than ever, but we've just become weaker because without challenge, we, we, we don't get stronger. And so I find so many people there in business, you know, attempting this, this business thing and <laughs> they're like six months into it. And it's like, oh, nothing's working. I think I'm just going to quit. And it's like, you know, we, we, it's, it's a matter of, of wanting it bad enough and realizing that, Hey, some people like, like yourself, right. You did this for, I think you said three years before you started to see some money coming in. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it took a few more years after that to finally, you know, crack six figures. And now, you know, the past four years, it, you've been crushing it. And mm -hmm. like, what would have happened if you would have quit, you know, at year three and said, you know what, this is, this is not working. Right right? It would have, you would have never been able to be where you're at today. And I think that's a huge lesson for so many people. It's like, keep going, like you're going to make it work. And, you know, I'm sure you built a strong foundation enough so that when you made those small tweaks, you know, eight years down the road, it, it was like, Oh, wait a second. Here we go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't like I was doing nothing those first eight years. Like I had an email yeah, list. I had the course. social, you know, like I was doing, there was something there, but it was not, at the pace or like the acceleration that it could have been. Like I was not yeah. reaching that potential of that business. Um, but I always say to people, it takes the time it takes. Mm. And that's kind of like my, my mantra around it, around like the patience, but then also 
not only it takes the time it takes, but it takes what it takes. Like you have Mm -hmm. to go through the grind. So for example, we started, uh, I partnered with someone who had a study guide for the RD exam and basically licensed the the study guide, rebranded it. And that's what we use. Um, And it's a wonderful partnership uh, with that. So I, you know, I didn't have to create the study guide myself or pay someone to do it. And it's just this great, great partnership, but it was, it started from nothing, right? So, okay, I have a binder that I want to sell. So I'm going to go print it. I'm going to go hole punch all 600 pages. I'm going to put it in the binder. I'm going to ship them out myself. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to do all that. And I'm going to keep doing that until then it makes sense to, you know, use a printer once the sales get, and then it's going to make sense to have someone else go to FedEx and uh, do it. And now we're to the point where we can like hire the printer to do it. And it's like that, that's an example of like the process that, it, that you have to be a part of every step of that. Mm. And whether you do that fast or slow, but like, it's still there's a process of you doing it yourself and being really scrappy with it. And then being very like grunt work to where you like get it to the, to the point where it's a beautiful system. And that's the part I think people don't want to do like, yes, not fun part of it. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah. You know, I talk to, to people every day and it's like, I just want to hire someone to do this for me. And cause I suck at it. And I'm like, you know, part of it, yes, you know, it's helpful to do that at some point. But the fact is that, you know, you're going to be telling them what to do and you don't know what to do. Exactly. <laughs> and, so, and so having someone else do something that's already not working is not going to make it work. <laughs> I have done that. I have done that process like 20 times at this point, especially yeah. with bringing on people to, to do it. Right. Or if you, yeah. you don't want to do it, I, you have to start, get messy with it, figure out what, you know, get the feedback, keep doing it. Like even a sales process, for example, yeah. like you have to do that a yep. hundred times and then you have to figure out, okay, well, we'll clean it up and then figure <laughs> out what actually works. And then you can hand it off because give it to someone when it doesn't even work, it would be a, a waste of your money and, and time. A hundred percent. And and to find someone right in, in business, cause you, you can, you know, there are people who, who, you know, like, let's say for sales, you, you mentioned sales, right? Hiring like a trained sales professional who has sold millions of dollars and already comes like trained and ready to go. That's going to cost you a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so for a lot of people, like in the beginning, if you haven't mastered sales yourself, it's very likely you're not bringing in a lot of revenue. And so hiring someone for a hundred K a year, probably not going to happen. Right. Uh, so you know, it's, and, and, you know, you said it happened like 20 times and it's true. Like we go through that. Cause it's like, oh, I just wanna, yeah, I just want to give it to someone else. But, um, I think that's huge. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know what, I guess, I guess, you know, a question I always like to ask, um, even more recently, uh, what's something that you've learned maybe in like the past month or last few months, that, you know, it could be either about your life, your career, your business that has completely changed your perspective. I recently had a a pretty big moment last month, uh, when I officially retired from my sports nutrition career. So I had gone 13 years, uh, three professional sports teams. I was with the Chicago bulls as their team nutritionist for five years, uh, up until, uh, last month. And then two years with the Cubs, four years with the Blackhawks. And I remember, uh, I mean, there were a lot of lessons learned along the way uh, around that, but I, I remember just feeling like, um, like being able to make a pivot and to do something like 
leave something that you work so hard to get, but then realize that you just keep evolving and you keep growing. It was really a great uh, experience for me and being like, yeah, you know, 10 years ago, this was your dream job, like to be the Chicago bulls dietitian. Uh, but you know, future me, that's not my dream job anymore. Like I have other, you know, other dreams, other things that I want to do and to be okay with that. And to like, let go of that was, yeah. was really, really cool. So, you know, and I think that goes into, if we get psychological around identity around our like worthiness around, you know, just what job we have or how much money we make or this or that, uh, it was a nice way to learn that lesson, solidify that, be good with that. And, you know, go to the next chapter from there. So that was, that was really big for me. Yeah. That, and that was just a month ago, you said, right? Yeah. We finished up my the fifth season, ended yeah. the contract and yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how does it, so it's been a month now. How, how does it feel? Does it feel weird? Or? <laughs> I was prepared for it. You know, it's kind of yeah. always a plan, yeah, uh, sure. you know, going into that last season, for various reasons like that it was kind of like already the plan and so I had that time to uh to process it and uh no it it doesn't feel weird it feels right it feels um yeah just like being so grateful that I even got the those experiences and I learned Mm -hmm. a lot met really awesome people uh so I I only look back with like positive thoughts about it and and feel like it was the best choice yeah. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like it, that, that, mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's so good. And, and, you know, one, one thing um, I did want to ask you about, cause I think you mentioned it was, it was in year eight. That's, that's when you decided, Hey, I need to do this full time, right. Mm-hmm. Go into your business full time. Uh, at that point, knowing what you know now, is that, do you feel like that was, that was when you needed to do it? Did you, do you wish it would have been earlier? Uh, what, what, what was kind of the thought process during that time period? Cause it, it, you know, for a lot of people they're they're in that in between where it's like, like, I want, I know I want to do this full time. I'm, I'm at this place right now. I'm a little bit scared to, to just, you know, go into it. And obviously, like you mentioned, you had a lot of the, a lot of it already built. So it wasn't like you were starting from scratch, but like, mm-hmm. what was, what was going on during that time when you, when you finally made that leap? I was still. I was still like one foot in on sports nutrition wondering if that was going to be my, my full-time thing. Like okay. I never, I didn't fully commit to all access. I being like the full-time, like I could do this because honestly the business wasn't like big enough and busy enough that it was full-time. So it was sort of this weird thing where I was like, well, it's, I could put more time into it, but not know if that even would result in anything more. Mm. or kind of split it. So like I safely split it between, okay, I'm going to do all access, but then I'm going to do part-time with the Chicago bulls. And that was like year eight. So once I had, like, I guess to answer your question that I thought, I think the timing was perfect because Mm. I had a like stable income with the bulls contract. And that also helped fund the business coach that I then hired. So like financially it all worked out timing wise, it all worked out. And Um, and I also like right before that, like a year before year, like year seven, I had, uh, had this big, like $2,500 coaching package that I sold a lot of that. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I know, like it kind of proved to me, like I can have those higher ticket coaching programs. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I was like, all right, everything's lining up. I've proven it. Yeah. I have the income on the side and I can pay for the coaching now and let's go and let's like, try to make this thing what it should be. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Mm -hmm. that, that's so awesome. And, and so kind of looking, looking ahead now, what are, what are some of your plans uh, for life and business in the next couple of years? What does that look like? Oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like my life is just beginning. Like I, I <laughs> definitely, um, I definitely worked so much in my twenties. I'm 35 now. And like, you know, the, once I was like 30, even like up until I had two jobs, I mean, I had like two careers and the energy yeah. to keep up with being a sports dietitian was a lot, uh, you know, it was a lot of energy. If it wasn't like actual hours, it was like the energy around keeping up with everything and doing well at that job. So to me, like the next chapter is just one job, one focus, uh, be able to work out every day, you know, stuff like that, that I was just neglecting and, uh, just, you know, being able to truly embrace like the freedom that comes with having your own business, making your own schedule and all that stuff. Like I've never up until this point experienced that. So just to have that space, um, and not have any other schedule or anything is quite a gift. So I'm just going to enjoy that. And yeah, <laughs> my boyfriend <laughs> has a boat, so I'll be on a boat a lot. This there you summer. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all, that's really all I'm thinking about right now. Yeah. And then of course, you know, growing, growing the business and just enjoying that. And my team is, is really the idea. That's, that's so good. And where, where do you, where do you live? If you don't mind me asking? Sure. I'm in Chicago. So. In Chicago. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah. I was like boats, Maybe you're in Florida. We can hang out on the boat. No, I guess not. It's okay. Oh gosh. Well, so then I'm like, well, maybe I can like split my time or I'm definitely hitting up Florida in the winter, this coming winter for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm getting so, out of here. Yeah. Sounds good. Just let us know we're out here. So that's great. <laughs> hang out. Awesome. Awesome. So good. Yeah. And you know, it's just so, I think, I think going back to what you said, I think is huge, right? The idea. And I, I say something similar, you know, uh, it's not about when you get there. It's the fact that you get there because the time is going to pass no matter what. And so if it takes you five, 10, 15 years, whatever it looks like to get to the point where you have freedom, you have flexibility, you're able to, to fully commit to one thing and, and live with passion, do, doing what you love, you know, the time is going to pass either way. <laughs> so why not, why not work towards our dreams, even though it might take us some of us a little bit longer. So, um, just wanted to reiterate that for everyone listening. Cause I think that's huge. Yeah. I like that. It's definitely, uh, a patience thing, a perseverance thing. And yeah. yeah, just following, following the right steps and getting the advice if you need it, you know, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And, and so on, on that note, what, I mean, you've already provided, you know, tons of advice uh, to others listening. Um, if you had to narrow it down to maybe like a couple pieces of advice uh, or words of wisdom for others listening uh, to the show right now, uh, when they're looking to either start their own business, grow their own business, what, what would you say? I mean, I, I feel like my best mantra is it takes the time it takes, right? Um, but I also, I mean, I really value team and just having a team around you. And that could be in a lot of different ways. I mean, growing, growing up like with a love of sports and then working in sports, like that really allowed me to appreciate team and coaches. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so those two things to me have been game changers. They, uh, just to like make the business about more than yourself and mm -hmm. to involve other people. The fact that, you know, I can help support like my employees and all that, like I, and then having the support of, um, my coach, my business coach has really been, been huge. So not being afraid to get help, to have that support team has, and I was never like 
against that. I just couldn't afford it until a certain <laughs> point. I yeah. always knew I wanted that. I never wanted to be a solo uh, entrepreneur. I know some people do, so that wouldn't be for them, but I yeah. uh, just really the value of team and coaching. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Right. And it's like, what do, you know, why, why do people like, you know, whether it's in, you know, basketball in the Olympics, like, why do they have coaches? Right. Why, why do the best in the world at what they do have coaches? Right. It's, it's mm -hmm. like, it's, 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 it's a common theme in those who are excelling in what they do is they have someone in their corner um, looking at or seeing what they don't see. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think, I think the point about the team, like, I feel like, you know, cause that, that's so true, right? Many people are like, oh, I just want to be a solopreneur. But um, the reality is that there's, there's a, a certain limit to that in, in, in your ability to create financial freedom and time freedom and all of that. And I think a lot of the times, like everything else, it's like uh, just a fear or a fear of the unknown or not knowing how to do something. And so it's just learning how to do it. And then it's like, when you start hiring a team, it's like, wait a second, <laughs> Why didn't I, and there's still challenges. Don't get me wrong. Right. There's, there's, mm -hmm. you know, the little, little things here and there, but it's like, yeah, why didn't, why didn't I do this earlier? <laughs> yeah. Knowledge is power as cliche as that is. It's, it's so like empowers you. It increases your confidence and yeah, there are strategies. There are like clear step-by-step -step things that you do. And that, that was really what I learned, you know, like all the different foundational hats of the business as a business owner, there's like what, 10 of them or something like financial leadership, management, sales, marketing, PR, like you just work on each skill set in each of those buckets and you begin to just build something amazing that, um, you didn't think you could do. Yeah. So good. Well, this has been so good. So amazing. Um, thank you so much. I know everyone's going to benefit from it big time. Do you mind sharing with everyone with our audience where, they can keep up with you, find your work on social media um, if they'd like to learn more. Sure. The uh, website is All Access Dietetics, so, or allaccessdietetics.com. And then we're on Instagram, TikTok are the two big ones that we're on. And then my personal uh, Instagram, if anyone has business questions, um, that would be Jenny Westercamp with a K. And I'm on Instagram, not TikTok right now. <laughs> not not yet. As long as I can hold out, I'm I'm not gonna be on there. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And, and then you have the podcast coming out soon. And yes, the podcast is called Dear Future Dietitian. So you can search that on wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and then uh yeah, our summit, our RD to be summit, you can find that um through our website or Instagram as well. Beautiful. And we'll put all the links in the show notes. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, and again, Jenny, thank you so much. Uh, was there, was there anything I didn't ask you that I really, really should have? I don't think so. I'm glad we could talk about how to get more dietitians in yes. the fields and how to not give up on your business, <laughs> even when you want to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks again. And for everyone listening, thank you so much. Uh, please go ahead and share this episode. If you found some value in it, uh, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. 
If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.